There's a famous Eastern icon, uh, Rublev's icon of the Trinity. You would likely have, you most likely have seen it. Uh, has three figures all seated at a table, um, and they all look very much alike, right? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, with very slight distinctions among them. And one thing that uh, is created in this icon, which is what all iconography is is created to do, it's written in such a way that it draws the viewer into this mystery that is revealed through this sacred art. Uh, But the three figures of the Blessed Trinity are sitting at this table intentionally that the viewer might recognize themselves as the one who is seated fulfilling the table's gathering. It's intentional that the Father is on, in the front and the one is the Son and the Holy Spirit on the sides and that this seat that the viewer then begins to realize, I'm the one invited in. I am the one who is seated at this table with my God. The psalmist recognizes that I will seat the victor beside me on my throne and the Lord's throne is this great uh, gift that we will be given the victory won in Jesus Christ, but the victory that is given to us through the rite of our own baptisms, that we will be seated at this table. And so this mysterious joy, this mysterious grace, this mysterious peace that comes with one who uh, belongs to God in such a way. So that we might know deeply that he wants us there. He called us there. He has us there for a purpose and for a reason uh, because of his victory, the victory that we share in. The first reading reminds us that he stands at the door and knocks. The entrance to that table of baptism is renewed and fulfilled here at his Eucharist. That it isn't merely something we have to wait until the end of times to receive the fullness of, but that we receive him here at this Eucharist. What a privilege it is. I have been grateful in the last few days particularly as I uh, come out of the confessional and I see so many uh, of the backs of your heads. Your, the backs of people's heads have never looked so beautiful. Y'all have really beautiful back heads, right? I just think, my gosh, look at all of these people who know they belong to this table, who know they belong to this mysterious God, who come to give thanks and to sit, right? And sometimes... Uh, we can, you know, you ever been in a... <laughs> I'm going to shut my mouth. <laughs> some, some story shouldn't be told. <laughs> that we would know that this is our place. Not everybody does. Right? There maybe was a time when you didn't. In the first reading, there is this recognition that the Lord is knocking. Let us pray. Let us pray that he would knock at the door of the people who fill our hearts and our minds and our desires, that they might join us. Let us pray that he would knock at their door. Maybe he hasn't knocked at their door. We've got to like, be like the paralytic, those who help the paralytic man. We've got to be like, yeah, all right, if you guys won't knock for the Lord to come, we're going to... Beg him, Lord, come to my friend. 
Come to my family member. Come to this person that I want to hear you, that I want to draw into this great mystery and for them to know that they belong to this incredible gift. So we're going to pray that the Lord might knock at their door. And we're going to pray that they would answer. Answer the knock that maybe he already did or answer the knock that maybe he responds to with our prayers. That they would just let that crack. All that light needs to burst in is a crack. Let's pray that many might know that they belong to the table of the Lord and that the sacrament is a place in which they renew the gift of their baptism and they and we too prepare ourselves to be seated with our Lord for eternity. The victory is his. And because of our baptism, it's ours too.